Now entering the Lucid Life Vibes portal. This portal taking you into becoming the seeker and the filter. When you are the seeker, you are also the filter for yourself. This natural filtration system that you have, that you are. Seeing yourself as this filter, this high tech, high quality filtration system is part of this inner navigational system. Part of being the seeker is filtering all that you're seeking and receiving. Part of being the seeker is using all your senses, using this human body, this mind, this mind body connection that you are as a human being on planet earth, having this human experience, this life force experience. There's the intuition There's the human physical body and how the mind and body is connected and how the mind and body works together for this inner navigational system. So when the mind is engaging and the body is engaging and maybe even the emotions, the mental, emotional, and physical, There's this filtration system as you are receiving, perceiving. We all receive and perceive in different ways. So when we see, when we receive, when we sense with our senses, I mean, there's well over 50 some odd senses. A lot of people are stuck with five senses. Oh, we have well over 50. I think some people say 53 there's, there's so many senses that we have. I don't even think we have begun to actually talk about how powerful the human body and the mind really are. Being the gateway. I know that we, we've talked about the gateway technique in a past podcast. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, I highly recommend it. It's one of the most popular of all of my podcast is the gateway. As human beings, we are all the gateway. And many of us have tapped into this. And it's actually a fact. It's not an opinion. It's factual information. It's part of the human biology. And when you dive in deep to how powerful and how amazing and miraculous the human mind and body is, What a fun rabbit hole of discovery, of exploration that we all are. And it's interesting because a lot of people act as though they have some special gift. Well, all of us humans are gifted. We all have intuition. We all have this inner navigational system and we all have access to all the psychic abilities. Now, for some people, um, I think this word disability, this word that some humans are some somewhat in a deficit, whether it's mental or physical. And I have many friends who have 
different physical abilities and disabilities. And it's interesting because my friends with physical disabilities will talk about how we all have a disability and I'll have to agree with them. We're all challenged in some way. We're all challenged in some way. I mean, we all have experienced trauma. There's all of us have experienced something on an emotional level and many on a physical level or a mental level. And I know growing up a mental illness was something that I experienced in my household with parents. And there are people that when we talk mental or physical, even emotional, they can actually be at what we would say a deficit. And I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to go into this, but I do want to bring it forward for this foundation of this conversation that we're having about the human experience and being the seeker in the filtration system for ourselves and how we receive and perceive. And part of this is really the inner navigational system, the intuition and psychic abilities. So I thought this would be a great foundation to lay. And I will say this, that we are all not the same. This is why I keep repeating on repeat, we all receive and perceive different ways. So when we're talking about mental, emotional, physical pillars of the human experience, the human body, any medical doctor will talk about these three pillars of the human experience, the human body, mental, emotional, and physical. And the top healing doctors that I worked with talked about these onion layers, the layers of the onion of the healing of the experience. And as you go through this healing process, mentally, emotionally, and physically, there are these layers like an onion. And sometimes you want to cry. Sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes it's spicy. You know, there's so many different experiences when you start peeling back the layers of the onion, the layers of you. And there are layers. And as we really dive in deep here, I believe that all humans, no matter if there's a physical, emotional, or mental disability, that it really doesn't matter because in this conversation, because we all receive and perceive differently. So those that maybe are on this spectrum, It's interesting because there's so many different experiences, yet they they perceive and receive a completely different experience. And many people that when we talk about Down syndrome, this overflow of love, but this inability to care for self, but you still perceive and receive when there is down syndrome or on the spectrum, or maybe it's a mental illness, there might be some imbalance going on, which brings me to the next thing, imbalance. I think that if we were to just, instead of talking about (laughs) dis-ease, disease, this dis-ease in the body or this dis-ease in the mental capacity, the brain, whatever it may be physically, emotionally, or, or, or mentally, that there's this balance that all humans, all humans can feel for. 
And I believe that when we all feel for this balance, we receive and perceive what's perfect and right for us. And it doesn't matter if there is mental, emotional, or physical, you can still perceive and receive in your way. And when we cut ourselves off or we cut others off by assuming they are unable to perceive or receive, that's limiting ourselves or others. And if we could just step away from that lack and limitation, that survival mode perception, and really feel for some of us do need assistance. We do require assistance, whether it's being a child or whether it's needing assistance for something mentally, emotionally, or physically. I still feel that even those that are in need of assistance in their life, they can still feel balanced for themselves. They can still experience a fulfilling life. It may just feel different, look different. And that's the point. We are all receiving and, and, and perceiving differently. We're all expressing ourselves differently. There is no actual normal. There are so many humans on planet Earth. And we are all experiencing so many different things. And this idea of normal that we're all perceiving, receiving, and even um, living out the same kind of life is not true. It is all different. And I think this idea of creating a normalcy is not serving most of us well. So as we begin talking about being the seeker and this filtration system that is required when you're seeking, there's, there's this need to filter through and filter out what is not for you. Not everything on planet earth is a good fit for you, your vibe. And that's what's so powerful about life being a choice. That's what's so powerful about this idea of balance that I speak of. And I want to invite you to, again, it doesn't matter which human, what type of human we speak of. Every human, whether they are independent or require assistance in their life, they can still feel a balance for themselves. And this balance is the heart, the the magnetic heart. Biologically, our heart is a powerful magnet. There's positive and negative. This is part of that gateway technique that I speak of when the human body becomes a, a gateway. And you can easily look up the gateway technique. It's in the released CIA documents and files about how the human body becomes this powerful gateway through balancing the brain hemispheres, dropping into the magnetic heart. The heart beats different. There's a flow of the heart. The blood flow changes and shifts. And there is this invitation to tune into the balance of your heart. And it, it is mental, emotional, and physical. 
You're mentally tuning in to the powerful magnet that you are. You're emotionally feeling through it and you're physically transforming your physical experience, your way your heart beats and pumps and your blood flows through your body. There is a, a physical, mental and emotional shifting when you tune into the magnet being powerful because it's both positive and negative, you can balance that out. So the energy of the universe, the energy of us and others, it's not actually negative and nothing is repeating. So fractal infinity being infinite and the fractal infinity the reality of that is that everything's moving a forward trajectory. So when we look at planet earth spinning on its axis and then moving around the sun and then the solar system is also moving and then the galaxy is moving and then the galaxy is, you know, moving through the universe and we're always moving into a different part of the universe. And since the year 2012, we moved into a higher vibrational part of the universe, which means less dense. It's a matter of density. So there is this invitation since the year 2012 of this falling away of the heaviness, the things that are unwanted and dense. It's a matter of matter. So it's a matter of density. And if matter is energy, then it's all vibrational. And so it's a matter of what is high versus low vibrational. So let's just talk about that because if we step away from judgment and we just look at the factual information around vibration, matter, and energy, it's a matter of what is heavy and what is light, right? Density. And so if you could just feel for what is positive for you is a lightness, is this less dense, this joy, this happiness, what is wanted for you. And then this negative part is this unwanted, the opposite of what is wanted. You can start feeling this balance of what's wanted inside of you. Okay. This is wanted for me. <laughs> this is positive. Oh, this is unwanted. This is negative. So when you can feel that for yourself, you can now really feel for the people around you in your environment and what's happening. And you can really start to feel how nothing is negative. It's just either something that's wanted or unwanted. There's this balance of that. And what might be wanted for you could be unwanted for somebody else. Now, as humans, there are many um, common vibrations that all of us really dislike and things that we really like. <sighs> However, it really is this me, myself, and I physical experience. It really is. The pronoun here is me, myself, and I. You're having a human experience. It's you, your wants, and your desires. And when you cut yourself off from that and start living other people's wants or desires or feeling like you're fitting into what's normal, right? You're fitting into somebody else's to-do list, what's normal for others. You're cutting yourself off. Now you're doing things that might not feel positive for you. It feels negative, unwanted. So you can find yourself in negative situations because it's unwanted for you. It feels negative for you. Now, there's also those situations that feels really negative for many, right? <laughs> I mean, think about those experiences that you're not alone. 
everybody's feeling it. Or you feel like you can cut the tension with a knife, right? You feel like the energy is so powerful. It's matterous. It is. When the energy has so much momentum and you can feel it like that and you feel like you can just grab it, it is, it's, it's creating momentum. It's becoming matterous. It's a physically being created. And so every thought you have is creating something you want or don't want. So if you just start controlling for you, your own thoughts, meaning there's an invitation to allow the, the thoughts are what, that are wanted for you. But if those thoughts that are wanted for you are dominating your thought space, there is a moment of controlling your own thoughts, not other people's, your thoughts. And if somebody else is around you or their, their thoughts are somehow impacting you, then that's something to consider what kind of conversations you're not willing to have anymore, right? (laughs) So when you think about your thoughts, your words, other people's thoughts and words, if you could just be in control, choosing your thoughts and words and not other people's, you can really take back your power by taking your focus off of other people. And it's also this opportunity to feel for what is wanted or unwanted for you. You might have a good friend or a life partner or someone in your household that has no problem with certain conversations, but those conversations don't feel so good for you. Well, you don't have to force those conversations on yourself and you don't have to shut that person down from having those conversations. This is an opportunity to shift that for you and for them. So for example, I really don't like having any kind of conversation around lack and limitation. And it's interesting because my husband and my son will have conversations that don't feel like lack and limitation for them. And so I can find myself many times saying, hey, you guys keep having this conversation. I'm going to opt out. And I go do something else. Nobody's feelings are hurt. (laughs) It's just not a good conversation for me. It doesn't feel good for me. And they're cool with that. Sure, no problem. There's a lot of times with my husband that as a parent or a life partner, I'll just say, this doesn't feel so good to me. (laughs) Can you take care of this one? He's like, sure. And other things, same goes for him. Hey, can you, can you grab this thing? Sure. I got it. No problem. That's, that's the beauty of having amazing people in your life that you can be authentic and just say, this doesn't feel good to me. And they don't take it personally. So there is this level of stepping out of the judgment and not taking things so personally. What might feel good for one person doesn't feel good for another person. And so if it's a matter of conversation, you can just not have those conversations anymore. It's okay. And here's another, here's another thought experiment around this. Let's say, you know, those people that aren't your vibe and maybe they're family members or maybe they're neighbors or people that you really are around and you do want to be around them or you really have to be around them. You don't have a choice right now, right? It's okay. It's okay with those people because you can back up off of those people 
And you can allow what they're saying to go in one ear and out the other and not affect you. Or you can open yourself to a different way to have a conversation with them, open up the communication, or maybe just open your heart and say, Hey, no offense here. No offense. I have so much love for you, but this conversation doesn't feel so good for me. It's just not something I enjoy talking about. So there is this level of filtration for yourself of the thoughts and the words and how you interact with others. And this is for you. This is for you. You can't raise the world. It's not your responsibility to enlighten everyone and to shift their thoughts and words. I'm not talking about saving other people here or raising them up or teaching them or training them. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you being the seeker for yourself and filtering that for you. Because as you seek, whether it's conversations or reading or watching or listening or however you're receiving and perceiving, there's this need for you to filter that. What is not positive for you? What is not wanted for you? What isn't, what isn't your vibe? What doesn't feel good for you? The gut instinct that says, nope. So here's an example. I want to give you an example. For me, when it comes to information, as I'm seeking it, if it just feels off for me, I'll take it in my mind for a moment or I'll put it on this mental shelf and come back to it. So either I'll take it to my mental, this mental mind, right? And say, hey, how do I feel about this? What's going on? And I see what's happening in my mind. I feel through my heart and then I drop into my gut. So I do, I do this mind, heart, gut communication, connecting. Okay, what's happening? What are the thoughts? You know, really allowing the judgment-free thoughts, the filtering to occur. How, how do I feel in the mind? Okay, now drop to the heart. What's happening in the heart? Now the gut. What's, what's there really feeling through it, allowing the gut instinct. And so one of the things for me was this idea of planets retrograding. There were so many people that were just on and on for decades about retrogrades. And I, I couldn't understand this. It really felt like victim and I didn't understand (laughs) how some of these people could be talking about quantum energy and healing and how powerful the the human mind, body, spirit connection is. But yet a retrograde comes around and all of a sudden they're this victim to this retrograde. And so I went and did some research on retrograde. And the first thing I read was it's an illusion. No planets actually retrograde. And then I went into my mental space and immediately was like, well, what about evolution? What about fractal infinity? What about fractal patterns? What about the earth spinning and moving and everything moving? And wow, nothing actually retrogrades. Why are we talking about retrogrades? And how has somebody taken something that doesn't actually occur, that's an illusion, and turned it into something that people actually are now a victim to energetically? It's so interesting to me. And even this idea of the moon, the moon absolutely has an effect of planet Earth. The tides, absolutely. 
But the amount of people that feel like they're a victim to the moon phases, it's crazy to me. Now, in the illumination of a full moon, people can be cray-cray. They can act a little crazy. Absolutely, because they're unaware. They are victims. They are unaware of who they are, what's happening, and you can feel like a victim. But those of us that are aware, (laughs) are aware, and are self-knowing, and there's alignment to self, or maybe you're just coming into this, there's this inner navigational system. And when you tune in to, okay, yes, there's new moons, there's full moons, there's phases of the moon, there's phases of you, there's seasons on the earth, things shift, they change, they move, because why? Everything is always evolving, it's growing, it's moving, it's becoming. So the energy actually is incredibly fast moving. However, I think that there are a lot of mental hangups and getting stuck mentally around false beliefs, especially when it comes to energy. And it's fascinating to me when it comes to planets and the moon and this idea of retrogrades or the moon phases. And somehow this is a negative effect on you when really every phase of the moon (laughs) and every forward motion here on earth from you, all the momentum is always forward moving. It's always growth and becoming even during the sleep and the healing and the hibernation and the celebration and the feasting earth is always moving. We're always moving through the universe. Nothing's ever stopping. The abundance of the universe is movement, not money. It's movement. If the universe is really good at something, it's movement, (laughs) it's movement and then creation. So that's how everything is created. And the universe is through motion and movement. It becomes, it evolves, it grows. It's amazing. I mean, look at the food. When you grow food on earth, it grows, it becomes, right? It's, it's growing in the moonlight, the sunlight, all the seasons, all the phases. And when you start feeling for this idea of things becoming and moving and growing, you realize nothing is actually moving backwards. It's not retrograding. There's illusion in that, and that there's no need to feel like a victim to negative energy or something out there because none of that actually exists. It doesn't exist. Now, partially it could have existed in the mental, in this mental projection of humans here on planet earth before 2012, because it was a lower vibrational part of the universe. And there was maybe this passing on of the illusions of the false beliefs, right? The old narratives, um, what somebody else thinks or how they perceive or receive. And so really being, being the seeker, allowing yourself to be the seeker, but then allowing yourself to self filter the information. So the past, there's illusion there around false beliefs. So as you open to learning or becoming, allowing yourself to read or listen or perceive and receive whatever it is that you want to know, but seeking many different opinions 
allowing yourself to be open to how you receive it and not forcing it on yourself. If I had forced retrogrades on myself, if I had forced chakra talk on myself, I would be stuck in somebody else's thought, somebody else's false beliefs. And for me, there was forward momentum. There was growth as I was learning and filtering for myself. So as I was seeking, I was self-filtering and I didn't have to convince anybody else to come on board. Now the conversations come up because I'm a podcaster, I'm a coach, I create content, I'm a live streamer. So I'm willing to have these conversations with people, but I bridge information. I'm a great conduit. I'm an open channel and I bridge knowledge information. So I like to learn all of it. I like to know what everybody thinks about topics. And it's so that I'm aware of the different perspectives and the different ways that people receive. And this just assists me at being a better guide and coach because I love perspective. I love learning new things and how other people perceive things. So I'm incredibly open-minded and I also trust myself. So I trust the seeking that I can handle it, (laughs) that I can self-filter and I'm not going to pick up things that don't serve me. I allow myself to let go of the things that no longer serve, creating the space for the things that will serve me. And I allow the past to serve me. Everything from the past that I have experienced, I take all of it. I allow it to serve me and toss the stuff that doesn't serve me. I don't keep old pictures that don't make me feel good. I don't keep stuff that doesn't bring me joy. I don't hold on to anything because there's always something new and wonderful and beautiful. And I'm always open to whatever the new thing is, the new experience. It doesn't mean I don't treasure and I don't love all the, the past experiences, but I live in the now moment. So when you're in the now moment, you're not really caught up on the past or the future because you're just in the now moment appreciating everything. When you can be in the now moment and allow yourself to filter all that you're seeking or receiving or perceiving, and you say, oh, yes, this is for me. Yes, more of this. Or no, that's not for me. I'll pass on that. And don't get caught up in the part that you pass on. Oh, I pass on that. Now, if you want to dive deep and know why that doesn't feel good to you, go for it. Dive deep. Know more about yourself. I think there's also this idea of really approval and confirmation from others. And it's interesting because I love learning about body language and human behavior and (laughs) you know, all sides to the coin there, all sides to the coin, why humans do what they do or how they are even responding, right, in different situations or to others. And I'm fascinated by the human experience. And so as I dive deep into body language and and behavior, human behavior, it's fascinating how we can't even control the natural feelings and the natural response in our face. And and when you work with body language experts, <laughs> experts, they, they'll even tell you they can't hide 
Even body language experts can't hide all the little things, the tells, the giveaways. And we do know, we have the innate knowing things that that we can sniff out. That doesn't smell right, <laughs> right? You can smell the lie. You can smell the, you know when things are off. It's that intuition, that inner navigational system, the BS meter within you when you know when someone's lying to you, right? And it's interesting because even dogs, animals can pick up. Dogs specifically can really perceive and receive and hold on to trauma in the past. And when you allow yourself, even as you're seeking things from your past, to be a filter, you don't have to hang on to that, right? Um, You don't have to replay the trauma. And so you can filter that out, whether it's the past or the present for yourself. So if it's a mental learning filtering, oh, you know, it might be true for somebody else, but it's not true for you. And you don't have to get everybody on board with that. There can be this knowing for self that not everybody has to be on board with that. And you can keep it to yourself as you're learning and growing and expanding. And I think that's part of this idea with social media is I remember before social media. So I'm a Gen Xer. I very much remember what life was like before technology and before social media. And it's very easy for me to turn off my phone and and to not tune in and to take time away. Before social media, it's interesting. I think most people had more in-person interaction Uh, It's funny because we used to visit each other, go to other people's homes, right? More. And now with technology, people don't show up at your house anymore. People don't knock on the door. And that was a normal thing before. (laughs) It's so funny. It was so normal for people to just show up at your front door. And the phone calls, the interaction. But also, you had a lot of alone time, personal time, meaning... When you were at home, yeah, you had your phone or your front door, but you didn't have this window through your phone or the the internet, right? <laughs> the internet and that connection, maybe the TV or the radio or again, your phone or your front door, but there's now, and you know, I remember before 24 hour TV, I remember when the, the the airplanes on the TV would fly, sing the national anthem, and the TVs would go out at night. (laughs) And it was over. TV was off for the night. I think they used to happen around midnight or one o'clock in the morning. And so TV wasn't 24 hours. Things weren't all the time. And there was this time of being able to filter and to get away. And now I feel like TV is 24-7, right? The phone, the computer, the internet, the And now I find that people don't go to your front door anymore. They don't have phone calls like they used to anymore. And it seems like we can be overwhelmed by other people's thoughts. And I really think it's because everybody's throwing everything they're thinking at every moment on the internet, 
right? Making a video, posting about it, all these thoughts, all these where before they would just process it with themselves or their neighbor or their buddy or their, (laughs) right? And now there's this portal where they can process it with the entire world like a text message and just blast it, whatever the platform, the social media is. And there's all this outward expression of the evolution of the growing and the learning. So as opposed to being able to give yourself the place and space to learn and seek and filter and become, it seems like a lot of people are are documenting the process of becoming. And so there's a lot of people that are constantly sharing this new thing, that new thing, this thought, that thought, right? Just constantly throwing it out there instead of this inner self navigation, being the seeker and the filter and becoming. And I think that also creates this illusion of it needing to happen so fast because everything is fast, but you create momentum and there's a becoming. And so it's almost like this magic bullet, this magic pill, this overnight success, right? This idea of viral, that it's just going to be viral and take off and happen so fast, Well, there's an evolution, there's a growing, there's a becoming, there's, there's even a shifting process for many shifting out of the old thoughts into the new, there is this becoming. And so is there a waiting period? Well, there's a gestation period. It's not a waiting. Waiting is not the vibration. So as you're being the seeker, you're filtering and you're also evolving and growing and becoming. It's this process, a journey and it's, it's whole body. It's a whole body. It's not just pieces and parts and you don't have to get everybody on board and write a blog about it all and make a video about it all. When When you know you're supposed to share and get out there, you'll feel inspired to share and get out there. And that's part of it. I remember when I was being nudged and encouraged to share and let my voice be heard and to really coach and guide others. And it was a becoming. And when I first started being inspired about it, I thought, ooh, Well, that sounds interesting, a little nervous excitement, but I didn't know what it would look like. And that was long ago. And here we are. Here we are. Things can absolutely be fast. There's momentum. Things can absolutely be overnight. They can be instant. But we're also having a physical experience where we've had a past. A lot of past stuff has created momentum. And if you're in that past momentum, there's a new momentum. You've got to change the direction and create this new momentum. 
So as you become the seeker or for this new momentum, for the new path, the new whatever, you're going to shift that, that past momentum, that past energy. So time is a very much a part of the seeking and the filtration because it depends on how you've spent your time thinking. What are the conversations? What are the belief systems? And when you toss out this idea of normal or a standard or somebody else's to-do list or their way or what they think, then you can open to your innate knowing and feel for what you think. And most of us, when we were growing up and through academia, were never asked what we thought about anything. It was, what did the author think? What did the artist think? What did the poet think? What did they think? Well, I don't know what they thought. I'm not them, but I know what I think. So I'm asking you what you think. Being the seeker, but also filtering through your innate knowing, through how you process your instinct. And it does require confidence and trusting yourself. So really going back to this idea of balance, how can you balance what's wanted and unwanted for you? And when you allow that balance, that scale within you, your thoughts, your heart, your gut instinct, mind, heart, gut, allowing everything you're seeking to filter through the mind, heart, gut, the balance in you, how you feel about it mentally, emotionally, physically. So for those that are in an academia situation or maybe parents that are training kids up in academia situations, it's no problem because what you're going to do is just really amp up your filtration system. And some of the things you're learning, you have to memorize it and regurgitate it for a test, for a grade, to pass, to get the piece of paper. And that's okay. You can handle that. You got that because you can tell your subconscious and ego, you can tell yourself, I'm learning this to get the piece of paper. I'm learning this to accomplish this thing. I don't have to agree with what I'm learning. I don't have to be on board with this. And the teacher and other people don't have to know what I believe and they don't have to be on board with what I believe. I can just learn this information to regurgitate it for the piece of paper and move on. I think a lot of people, when it comes to being the seeker in an academia situation, there can be a lot of frustration over what you are learning and you're there actually seeking the diploma. You're seeking the piece of paper at the end is what you're really seeking. And some of you, are seeking the information and knowledge along the way, but not all the information and knowledge is going to be a positive situation for you or wanted for you, but it's still good information to have. So you can allow everything you're learning in academia to serve you when you're the filter because you don't get caught up and you don't fight against the system. You're there for the piece of paper. You're there for this. You remind yourself, this is why I'm there. I'm going to, I'm going to really soak up this stuff that I need to learn 
to get the piece of paper and I'm going to toss the stuff that doesn't apply to me. I'm going to really hold on to the things that I allow to be filtered through and that are good for me and that are a yes and a positive and the other stuff, I'm going to let it go. So again, you can even balance when it comes to academia and you don't have to fight against the systems, the, the curriculum, the teachers, the process. You can just allow yourself to be there, to be a part of the experience, to learn the information that's needed, reminding yourself why you're there, and you can filter the information. Once you've tested and you've memorized it and regurgitated it, great, well done. You know, memorize, get your note cards out, do all those things to assist yourself in memorizing, and then toss the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. I mean, I've gone through Reiki, I've gone through hypnosis, I've gone through so many different modalities, so much different education. I went to college and most of it, (laughs) I don't use it, but it serves me. It serves me because it, it pointed me in the right direction. The things that were a no, well, at least I know it now and how other people feel about it. So I can focus on the direction for me, the path for me. It's not so that I can sit around and debate it or judge it or fight against it. Now, for, for some, your life path is to shift systems of the earth. Maybe some of you are here to shift academia. Maybe some of you are here to be a part of the ascension and the transition into the new. That's amazing. That's wonderful. You're going to know what's best. You're going to know when to kick it into gear and how to use all that information and how to filter it and the empowerment for you and the justice, which is amazing. Many of us are shifting systems of the earth. We're all here to shift money. I keep talking about this idea of money being energy and how we're all here to shift this. So no matter what the topic is, no matter what's happening is you are being the seeker. You are this filter, this natural filter for you. And not everything is going to resonate and you don't have to fit in. There is no normal. And when you allow the desires of your heart to guide you and your curiosity and an imagination to inspire you, you can start really feeling for potential, this unknown excitement of what is possible instead of defaulting into other people's idea of what normal is. So allowing yourself to be the seeker of everything this exploration, this adventure, curiosity, imagination, all of it. And the first place to start with being a seeker is yourself. Seeking yourself. So many don't even know what they want, don't know the desires of the heart, don't even know their imagination or curiosity anymore. But you know, your inner child does, your gut does, your gut instinct. And if you could think back when you were a kid, All those things you loved as a kid, you probably love them now. (laughs) And there's probably an an adult version of that for you. So allowing yourself to be the seeker, seeker of self, seeker of desires, seeker of curiosity, seeker of imagination, 
and filtering the stuff out that's not for you and not judging that, letting it go. And again, not having to get everybody on board. If it doesn't match your vibe, if it's not for you, let it go. Filter that out. Filter that out. So I think the first thing that we should all filter is this idea of normal. This idea of normal. Freedom is the vibe. So being the seeker and the filter where freedom is the vibration for you. Freedom to seek what's best for you. Freedom to filter the way you filter. Freedom to perceive and receive the way you do. Are you allowing yourself the freedom to filter? To filter everything for yourself. So I want to invite you to really retreat into yourself over the next couple of days, maybe the next week. Allow yourself to really be this seeker and this filter where you don't have to hold on to everything or, you know, buy into everything or do it their way. And that there is no normal. Just throw normal out. Be done with normal. Allowing yourself to just do you, be you, vibe you. There's a flow in and out. So retreating a little bit here the next couple of days or this week so that you can really feel this natural filtration system that you are. And a lot of times you can just really feel yourself filtering from the top of your head all the way to the bottoms of your feet. You can filter your thoughts, your words. You can filter how you're feeling in your body, the tension, the emotion. And you can also filter your environment. You can filter your relationships. Start filtering things out. Allowing the things that no longer serve you to go. And really the invitation is to not hold on to anything. There's this in and out flow, this in and out flow. There's always more and there's enough for everyone. And when you can really see that being a seeker and a filter and how you perceive and receive is all part of this movement of the universe and Nothing is ever blocking or stopping you. The things that are the illusion are the unwanted for you, the opposite of what is wanted for you. So all those things that feel really good and energize you and fill you up, once you let go and filter out what you don't want and doesn't serve you anymore, fill up on the stuff you do want really filling yourself up. So as you let go and filter out, fill up on the stuff you do want. Have those thoughts, have those conversations. Write those words down. It feels really good when you allow yourself that innate knowing. What is best for you? Instead of forcing the stuff that doesn't feel good for you. So you got to start somewhere being the seeker of your own heart. What do you really want? How do you really feel about things? And you can keep that to yourself. It can be a self-knowing. It can be a self-knowing. 
this is the year of the seeker. And when you become this natural filter for yourself of the in and out flow, it becomes fun. And the filter is just part of the joy because the filter allows you to pass on the things that don't fill you with joy. And you stop filling your cup, the cup of your heart, with the unwanted, the things that don't bring you joy. And you stop allowing the things that suck your life force energy and drain the joy. You stop allowing that. And you just start saying yes to yourself. Being the seeker and the filter, it speeds up your momentum. And when you start adding the yes now to that, saying yes now, to the desires, the curiosity, the imagination, you really start playing. You really start playing. So I want to invite you to toss positivity. I want to invite you to not make it a matter of positivity. No more faking it until you make it. I want to invite you to be the seeker of everything that brings you joy, the desires of your heart, your imagination and curiosity seeking the stuff that is inspiring, that gets you excited. And, you know, it feels really good for energy to come back to you. You know, it feels really good to fill up on energy. So filling up on the love, filling up on the things that are joyful. And, you know, money energy feels good. We need money. We need food. It's part of the human experience here. It's fuel. It's fuel. So really being able to convert the energy to fuel for our experience. And I think that's something to really get excited about when you're thinking about being the seeker and we're in the year of the seeker. And when you really start seeking this idea of energy as opposed to working hard for things, you open to something new. So I want to invite you to really start seeking energy instead of working so hard for things, allowing yourself to be this natural filter of the things that are heavy and dense that feel negative. And at that point, you won't even feel the negativity anymore. Negativity won't even exist for you anymore because you're just going to be saying yes now to the things that bring you joy. And at some point, the stuff from the past, that old momentum will just not even exist anymore. And you'll be in the yes now of everything. Thank you so much for being here. I love these podcasts. I love spending this time with you. And I would really like to know what you want to know. What kind of podcast do you want? What do you want to know about? What do you want me to dive deep into? Or what do you want me to, what do you want me to skyrocket into the universe about? What is it? We can dive deep. We can go into outer space. What do you want to, what do you want to chat about? What do you want to hear from me about next? Next.